we've reached the point of the offseason where people are now looking at who Justin Fields is following and or unfollowing on Instagram. We, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about today with Justin Fields and him and, you know, reportedly unfollowing the Chicago Bears on Instagram and how that sent like Bears fandom in, in a tizzy and things like that. There's also some doubt if that actually did happen. We're going to talk about that. We're plus going to talk about Atlanta Falcons chances of trading for Justin Fields, and the franchise tag window is open. What could this mean for Jalen Johnson? All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, I'm the host, Terry Hayes. But more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into this content for the day. And so last night, late last night, uh, Justin Fields reportedly unfollowed the Chicago Bears on Instagram, which led so much speculation, think pieces, what it could mean. Justin Fields is clearly leaving the Chicago Bears because he unfollowed the Chicago Bears on Instagram. Oh, my God. Cats and dogs living together. It's been crazy. But with that said, there's also now been some doubt spread upon if he ever really did follow the Chicago Bears. Now, looking at it, Chicago Bears is still in his bio. The profile picture is still of him in a Bears uniform. He's still following Chicago Bears players. He's still following the Chicago Bears on Twitter. I'm never calling it X. All those things still remain there. So now there's some doubt with it. Now, he also recently followed Atlanta uh, Falcons players in B. John Robinson, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London. So again, people are kind of assuming this that, hey, Justin Fields is clearly leaving the Chicago Bears and he's going to the Atlanta Falcons. What could this possibly mean? At the end of the day, it's just, it's another thing that people are looking for. Everybody's watching the situation closely. And while I can't say personally, I didn't see, I don't look at who grown men follow. It's not something that I do. So I don't know if he followed or unfollowed the Chicago Bears. It is what it is when it comes down to. It seems like he's still following them everywhere else. So I don't know why he would stop at it just being on Instagram where he doesn't really post that much. But hey, you know, maybe it is something there. Maybe maybe, the, maybe Justin Fields has officially been notified that he will be moved, and it, that's going to happen. Like I said, cats and dogs living together, it's crazy. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the national media and the and media in general is going to look for what they did, where they, uh, what they can for signs, and everybody's kind of looking to see what are the Chicago Bears doing? What is the future of Justin Fields? Everything is going to happen, but, you know, uh, it, it is what it is. Now, with that said, you know, actual news is that reportedly the Chicago Bears staffers got a lot of inquiries of trying to gauge the uh, the availability of Justin Fields, trying to see what the Chicago Bears are doing at the Senior Bowl, which really isn't shouldn't be anything too surprising, right? Um, you know, so you know the Bears also kind of doing their due diligence like this. Uh, reportedly, the Bears are going to be meeting over the next couple of weeks to finalize their plans for what they're going to do with the quarterback situation and the team that has kind of been circling or kind of always been included in rumors for Justin Fields is the Atlanta Falcons, right? This is, a, uh, this is a team that has been mentioned a lot when it comes down to Justin Fields. And when you think about it, there's a scheme fit there for Justin Fields. You look at the fact that they hired Zach Robinson, who does like to run. He focuses on the run game very, very heavily. And when you look at adding him to players that we mentioned that he's following, Bijan Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, that team has – High, could potentially have high-level skill positions at every, I mean, high-level skilled players at every position, and it could be something. Now, 
They, they, they have uh, an offensive line that would be an upgrade from what the Chicago Bears have given Justin Fields over his next couple of years. And there's clearly some, some fit there when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons and their interest potentially in Justin Fields if the Chicago Bears do move him. Still have the doubts there, but it is what it is, right? So it's naturally asked, are the Atlanta Falcons the best fit for Justin Fields if the Bears do decide to move on from him? You know, the, you know the, the, at one point it was rumored that the Bears could get the Falcons' number eight overall pick. That's been debunked. Bears probably going to get a first-round pick back for Justin Fields. Now, if the if the, the Bears do decide to move him, we, we've talked about, you know, the Bears do want a second-round pick. I think the Bears truly do want to get into the second round of this draft. I think they just do. Um, but with that said, are they? Will they get into the second round of this draft? Whether it be in trading the number one overall pick, will be trading Justin Fields, the Atlanta Falcons sit there with players that the Bears could be interested in. They also have a cap situation that that is promising next season. So if they do need to pick up the fifth year option of Justin Fields, the Falcons can do that without it like, like causing them or, or crippling them cap uh, cap wise. And then they have a clear need at quarterback. Now, could they go after quarterbacks in free agency and Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins? Could they be going after some of those guys? Potentially, but that comes at a higher cost and an even bigger cap hit to them. So I, I do expect the Falcons to be interested in Justin Fields if the Bears do decide to move him. I don't know if it, if they're going to offer the best package back for Justin Fields, but again, where he's from, uh, you know, uh, really high skill positions that can fit Zach Robinson's uh, type of play calling scheme and things like that, it all makes sense. The biggest thing is, will the Bears do that and will the Falcons offer the best package for Justin Fields going forward? We'll end up seeing what happens with that. Yeah, you know, again, I, I, I'm not doing a whole bunch of talk around the quarterback conversation, right? I do want to talk about, I am going to talk about news. So when news does happen, I will talk about that news. And, you know, the Justin Fields following, uh, as much as I don't want it to be news, because again, I, I like, it's it's weird to me where I sit to talk about a, a grown ass man following or unfollowing somebody on social media. But at the end of the day, there is something to be said to that. Now in the modern day of sports, that kind of happens. It is something that you kind of got to look out for. These young players do Sometimes it, it is an indication of what could happen or what they're look, looking at or what they've been told or interest. So it could be that. So we'll end up seeing what happens with that one. But outside of that portion of football, the, like it is today opens up the franchise tag window for the Chicago Bears and all teams around the NFL. And the only really franchi- franchise tag a possibility for the Chicago Bears, they have, well, I guess they can use it on anybody who's a potential free agent, but it's, it, it's Jalen Johnson, right? The Bears could place the franchise tag on Jalen Johnson. The last day to place the tag is March 5th. So they have between now and March 5th, which gives them plenty of time to do it. March 5th at 3 p.m. Central Time is when they would have to do it, uh, which is that is a week before the start of free agency for the NFL. So we are only a couple of weeks away from free agency opening up. Jalen Johnson is the biggest franchise tag um, candidate for the Chicago Bears. Now, what that would allow this to do, what it would do is that it will pay Jalen Johnson um, a one-year um, salary of $18.4 million, which is kind of where I would like the Bears to sign him at long-term anyway. But if they do utilize the franchise tag, it gives them until mid-July to work out a long-term deal. Now, if that deal is not agreed upon, upon then he would play out the 2024 season with the franchise tag, uh, you know, and that, and that salary, $18.5 million. So is that going to happen? We'll see. There is, I mean, there's a possibility. Ryan Post has outright said that, Jalen Johnson will be back next season. And that could be an indication of, hey, if we can't work out a contract, we're going to franchise tag him because we're going to get him back here. Um, that could absolutely be an indication of that if that's what they want to do. But will they? Um, we'll see, man. We'll, you know, it'll be something that I'm looking out for. Uh, the, the Bears have a have a clear need of why it would make sense to franchise 
to franchise tag Jalen Johnson and allows them to go ahead and try to negotiate with him over time uh, without really risk losing him because they don't come up, don't come to an agreement on the contract. You still got him locked in for at least that year, and then maybe you hope to, to work out something you know more longer term, uh, you know after that. So you know there's there's a lot of options there for the Chicago Bears, but uh, I, I would say personally that Jalen Johnson is really the only player on this Bears roster that I can really see them going into using the franchise tag for. Um, and, you know, we'll end up seeing Jalen Johnson, somebody who had a great season last year. And as the the uh, he graded out, I think, is the best corner pro football focus, which is going to get him paid again. The great on pro football focus isn't isn't the only thing. Um, so, you know, franchise transition tag, whatever it ends up being, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but Jalen Johnson, I think he, he performed when the when the defensive line got better. We saw better out of Jalen Johnson. He got four interceptions last year. Uh, you know, and if the Bears. Per the video I dropped yesterday, do improve that defensive line, which I do think needs to be a focus this offseason, outside of the other things that they're naturally going to focus on. If that defensive line improves even more, it's going to help increase the standing for, for that secondary. It's going to help increase or lessen the impact, I'm not impact, but the work that that secondary has to do and just make that synergy go even better. So I think these are things that the Bears are absolutely looking for. Will they franchise tag them? You know, we'll see. But let me know what you guys think down below. Do you think that the Bears will franchise tag Jalen Johnson. Should they or should they go into the negotiations with good faith and think, hey, we're going to be able to re-sign him here? The Bears have not used the transition tag since 2018. I don't remember the last time they've used the uh, the franchise tag, but, you know, it is what it is. We'll see what happens with the Chicago Bears if they do end up, you know, coming to a contract extension with Jalen Johnson. I, for one, hope they do. I know not everyone is kind of on that band, on that, uh, that side of things, but I hope that they will. Now, another thing that the decision that decision that the Chicago Bears may have to make this offseason before we go is what to do with Khalil Herbert. Will they give a, a contract extension to Khalil Herbert this offseason? And you guys kind of know how I feel about it. I don't think that Ryan Poles is going to pay a running back. I just, I don't foresee it. And I could absolutely be wrong with that. I want to be clear. It's not something where I'm saying that it's it's going to be a, a, for, a, a for sure thing that, that Ryan Poles may not pay Khalil Herbert. I mean... Uh, we've seen him extend somebody like Cole Komet, right? But I think at the end of the day, with the crop of running backs that we see come in the league every single year, you can get a, a near starting level running back every year in like rounds five, right? Four or five. Uh, and if you get lucky, maybe even round six if there's some depth there. So, you know, it, it, it's some things, but the decision has to be made on it. When you look at it, Khalil Herbert is probably going to get roughly, when you look at like Mike Sanders signed for $6.35 million. David Montgomery signed for $6 million a year. Joe Mixon uh, reduced his salary to $5.7 million a year. So, with that said, the market for the running backs, as we know, has been at one of the, the lowest that we've ever seen it in the history of the game of football. And because of that, there may absolutely be a chance that the Bears just look at it and say, listen, we're not about to pay you. Um, unfortunately, we love you, Khalil Herbert. We love what you did. You could possibly go out and find another deal elsewhere with another team. But I just don't know if it's going to happen, man. I, I, I would love to be able to say that it will. But I can't say that for sure. I just, in in reality and in fairness, I can't say for sure that the Chicago Bears will re-sign Khalil Herbert. But it is a question mark going into this offseason. You know, also, you know, Roshan Johnson, how much do they want to prioritize Roshan next year? Um, Having a, a, the new offensive coordinator in Shane Waldron come in, like, how does he plan on using the running backs? Does he want a gadget, a, a kind of do it all back like uh, Roshan Johnson that he may lean on more heavily than Khalil and Khalil becomes a specialty player at that point in time. Still a useful one. I don't think anybody's going to deny the usefulness of Khalil Herbert, but the system and scheme fit does matter in that in that time frame as well. 
So we'll see what the Bears have planned for that. But guys, let me know what you guys think down below on that. We got one voicemail that we're going to get into today. This one's from Darius. Let's go ahead and play that now. What's going on, guys? Darius from Dallas here, man. Uh, I just don't understand why people aren't uh, putting a little bit more emphasis uh, on the offensive line. It's been too much talk about the quarterback, man. Uh, I, I just don't get it because if you sit back and you look at what look at look at Jared Goff, look at Brock Purdy, they're not special quarterbacks. They're just they're just simply not. And I don't want to shit on them, but they're just not good. They're not they're not that goddamn good. Okay, they have elite offensive lines, man. Why people? Why why won't just have their head around that. They have elite offensive lines, and that is what that, that's why that offense, the, the both of those offenses actually uh, ended up having success. Their offensive lines are elite. They got they both have elite left tackles. Okay, so I don't understand why we're not even talking about that. We're not talking about the fact that if we go get a Fashano and put him over there and look at and look, and look what Justin Fields will do with that offensive line if we get Fashano and hopefully Devin Jenkins stays healthy. Uh, but man, we're so close. We're so freaking close, dude. And we just need to go on and just build that offensive line. We've got to start in the trenches. So you, you keep a guy like Justin Fields and you give him time to throw. Man, I don't know what the hell he's going to do if he had that. If he had Detroit and San Francisco's offensive line, all the doubters would be silent. Guaranteed. Guaranteed, man. So I, I think we need to give our attention a hell of a lot more towards the offensive line. Ryan Poles is so close, man. He's so close to building a Super Bowl roster with this thing. And if we could just get a good left tackle, Go ahead and uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. or my boy Hayes is going to uh, probably have a brain aneurysm. And then, uh, you know, just keep trading back that number one pick every year, man. We've got a chokehold on the draft right now. All right, that, that, that's super important. we got a chokehold on the draft, man. We sit back and have the number one pick every year. We're literally in position to do that and have at least a top three pick every year if we just keep trading that sucker back. we got a serviceable quarterback, above serviceable quarterback. Uh, we just need to keep on rocking and rolling, man, and just keep building through the trenches first. We get us a free technique and a left tackle this year. That is going to be the difference between playoffs or not, in my opinion. Because if you go back and look at the All-22, all of the, 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 the plays that Justin uh, had breakdowns and, and couldn't make the throw, most of them were due to the fact that he had somebody in his lap as soon as he hiked the fucking ball. And why do you – I don't know. Y'all live up there, man. Y'all tell me, is Chicago still racist or something? Because – I hop on my, my, my fan page and I'm seeing people, the same people that praise Mr. Trubisky all the way to the end. All the way to the end. Alright, you know, they're, they're, they're calling Justin a bust. Man, I, I don't, I don't understand the difference. I mean, they both had shit off of the lines. They both didn't have weapons. Uh, I, I, I don't get what the difference is. Alright, great voicemail from Darius there. I mean, I think that everybody knows that the Bears are going to focus. I don't, even when you look at Mox, I don't think anybody doubts the Bears are going to focus on the offensive line. People are talking about the quarterback because it's a quarterback position and the Bears have the number one overall pick. If the Bears didn't, I think the focus would be on the offensive line. But I don't think there's any way that the Bears go through this offseason and through this draft and do not improve on the offensive line considerably. They're going to get players on the offensive line. That's why, I like, for example, I say that it does seem like the Bears are really desiring to get into that second round one way or another because I do think there's a center prospect there that the Bears are probably looking at and saying this could be our, our center, our starting center going forward. And so this the offensive line will be addressed. And I think the center is going to be one of the focus first. Depth at that point, that depth could come in free agency or could come in the draft. But best believe, Darius, that the, the offensive line will be addressed in a way. There's too many really talented offensive linemen all up and down this draft. I'm talking about you, like, there are talented offensive linemen all up and down. So the trenches, are, I think, on both sides of the ball are really going to be improved. And, you know, like I said, you know, as much as I would love the kind of the quarterback conversation and stuff to kind of die down some, 
uh, it'd be ridiculous to really expect or to think that the quarterback situation is not going to be mainly what's talked about because it is so important. It could indicate such a drastic change for what, where the Chicago Bears are going as far as like the name being there. Now, even if the Bears do end up trading the number one overall pick, I still think that that's such a big story that that's why you're seeing kind of the focus in the, both the national media with Bears pundits and podcasters and things like that because, listen, it's it's it, it, the quarterback is the most important piece on the board right now, right? But the offensive line, I definitely think the Bears will address. Like I said, if you look at most mocks, it's it has the Bears really addressing that offensive line. Um, even you know some of the free agent conversation and talk, the offensive line, defensive line are very high up on that conversation piece as well. So have the, Fred, Fred, you're not there, my good brother Darius from Dallas. I think that the Bears will be addressing the offensive line, and as far as you know, continue to build that thing out. Yeah, that's a mindset that we have, but we got to see if that's going to be because the Bears could do both, right? There's not a situation where it's either or. The Bears could draft a quarterback and still continue building out the offensive line and things like that because if they do draft a quarterback, they're probably going to be moving Justin Fields, which they're gonna, then going to get a pick back that's probably going to go to a pick that's going to address the offensive line in a way or a weapon or something like that. So I think that those are important things uh, either way, and I, I would hope. Like if the Bears walk away from this offseason period and don't really address the offensive line, Man, that would be a huge mistake on the on the on the on the decision making of Ryan Poles. But I think with bringing Shane Waldron in, I think we're going to see a lot of attention paid to that offensive side of the ball. The big money free agents may still go to the defensive side of the ball, but we're going to address that that offensive side, and that's going to be weapons. That's going to be the offensive line. That may even be another running back in a case like that. You know, we'll see what happens with that. So big questions uh, are in front of the Chicago Bears when it comes down to it, but. I think the the offensive line is going to be addressed, but great voicemail for Darius. Thank you for leaving that, brother. But that's my time for today, guys. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on Chi-Town Up, but Bear Down. I love you guys, man. And uh, let's hope that we don't get any more social media drama around our Chicago Bears. Now, I'm saying that in watch is going to be just poster extravaganza. But I'll see you guys the next time. Uh, I love you guys, man. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break, Break, Break Media. 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 Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.